Hello everyone, and welcome to CView Quantum Network. I'm your presenter Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareko. We are cosmic beings, beings of light. A moment of your time is one of the most extraordinary gifts we could ever be given. We are honored every time we've received a moment of your time. We are honored, privileged, and humbled. We serve in your presence. Our shows are held on Mondays and Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern U.S. Time, 9 a.m. Pacific. At any moment to participate on our shows, please call 805-830-8344 and press 1 to talk with the host. All podcasts are easily found in all social media and are available free, live, or on demand. To request a show, please write to Claudia Pareco at cview1111 at gmail.com or visit our website, cview1111.net. Now, let's listen to our host and topic of the day. Thank you, Danny, and welcome everybody to see you. And today we have the topic Discover Your Gift Type with Melissa Seaman. Melissa is written with double L, double S. And I was just one day browsing Facebook and finding out what's new and what are people posting when I came across with some of the posts that Melissa Seaman was doing about your soul gift type. And I found there was a link for a soul gift quiz at soulgiftquiz.com. And I said, hmm, interesting. So I went ahead because it's free. I love free stuff. And I don't know, there's something about the name the advertisement, the words she was using on those posts that caught my attention. So I said, let's go ahead and find what is my soul gift. I did it and I received immediately. It takes you two minutes to have your soul gift quiz. So go ahead and go to soulgiftquiz.com and it'll take you two minutes. So that way you can make better questions to Melissa if you want to. Okay, so I got my results back immediately. And, well, my soul gift is a transmitter. And voila, it was like, oh, so probably I'm doing what I should be doing. And But then it went ahead and you have more tools. You can go into her Facebook group, which is also free. And in there, you can hear some videos explaining each one of the um, soul gifts and how to use them for your betterness. And it gives you a lot of information of who you truly are and why are you doing what you're doing. Most probably, most of us are already doing that which we are, but we don't know why or we don't know how to make it even better but let's bring Melissa to the show. Oh, before that, if you want to learn more about her, 
her um, website is very easy as well. Melissa, double L, double S, semen.com. And find more about her, her products, everything that you will listen today. So, uh, Mel Melissa, welcome to see you. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Claudia. It's a delight to be here. Uh, it's awesome to have you here. I I just yeah. love that you say yes when I invited you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I love talking about the gifts. I love um, helping gifted people recognize how um, truly gifted they are so they can align their life with their gifts and stop working against their gifts. And that's that's what I'm here for. So, Melissa, could you explain us a little bit about this, your soul gift tribe and and the advantage to knowing which one you are and how to make a better use of that? And, of course, most of us, well, not most of us, but many of us, we also want to apply it in our businesses so we can have better results while being mm -hmm. who we truly are. Absolutely. So, um, you know, I, I was a Stanford-trained lawyer and a Catholic, um, and I had sort of an awakening experience. I bet some of you can relate with that. I had an experience. It was actually with the birth of my daughter in the year 2000 that such more intuitive and, and psychic. And after that, I got to learn how to deal with that <laughs> because I wasn't really used to having so much intuitive awareness. And one of the things that I developed inside my own mind so that I could give readings and um, be able to tell people's purpose, even when I'm just talking to them on the phone when they're on the other side of the planet was these soul gift types. So my guides, my guidance, um, used these five soul gift types to describe people at their very soul level. And so that way, even before I got on the phone with someone, I would start talking to my guidance. My guidance would say, oh, you know, you're going to get to talk to Claudia today. You know, she's a transmitter. She also, I think you probably have a messenger secondary soul gift. And, and right away, I would know something about Claudia. I would know that you're a sensitive, you know, that you're an intuitive person, that you're tuned in. And I would also know that your your main gift in the world is emanating a certain energy. And while you're, you know, you also have some parts, I think, of a messenger soul gift, which is those of us who are here to really communicate and translate and bring messages to the world, your primary gift is that you shine your light on us. And so like here on the show, you're not just talking. We can feel you, you know, we can feel your caring. We can feel your love and we can feel the light that you bring. And so those are the qualities of the transmitter soul gift. And there's, there are five um, soul gift types. And, and when listeners, when you take the quiz at soulgiftquiz.com, You'll find out which of the five you are pretty swiftly. Um, it only takes like two minutes to take the quiz. It's very fun. Um, and that, by the way, it's soul gift quiz as in soul, S-O-U-L. <laughs> Some people think it's S-O-L, but it's S-O-U-L. So if you're trying to find it, it's 
soulgiftquiz.com. So in addition to um, – I'll go through the other, the other types really briefly, and then um, I'd love to hear if there's any callers who've taken the quiz um, – and I'm and I'm hearing some like sound on the line. Maybe it's typing, and I wonder if maybe we can mute the typing sound. Um, anyways, there's there's other there are four other types in addition to transmitters. Um, the first type is called the creator, and creator types are not just creative, but creators are the ones who, from an early age, they really understand systems. Um, even as kids, they tend to be people, they tend to be kids who like to build stuff and work with systems and, um, they tend to understand, like they look around at the world, even at the trees. I'm looking at beautiful trees outside my window right now. And they think, okay, I kind of know how trees work. Like they already know, they already know stuff even before anybody teaches them creators understand the system of this world and it's I call them creators because it is as if they were there when this world was created it's as if they're just remembering oh humans I remember when we made humans oh trees oh yeah I remember when we made trees and they have this sort of um, really confident clear idea that they really kind of quote unquote know it all and I like to tell my creators I know sometimes people think you're you're full of yourself or you know it all. But the truth is at a, at a really deep level, you kind of do know it all. And I just want to affirm that for you. <laughs> so, of course, you need to learn and listen. But um, the truth is as a creator at the soul level, you do, you do know a lot intrinsically about systems, even the most complex systems. So that's our creators. Um, we also have our researchers. Researchers are the type of person at the soul level, the very soul level. Researchers are here to to watch and to witness and to see what's really happening. Researcher souls actually are very clear and non-judgmental, and um, they're the ones who see what's really happening. They don't get carried away with their emotions like some of our other types do, like messengers and transmitters we tend to be swayed with our emotions we tend to go on an emotional ride transmitter souls tend to be more clear-headed and think i mean sorry researcher souls tend to be more clear-headed and researcher souls are naturally suited for roles where they are creating order tracking results um, seeing what actually makes sense and so they tend to be super grounding and logical compared to some of our more emotional selves. And it's something I like to tell my researcher people, you know, I know sometimes people look at you and think that you're not paying, that you're not like deeply feeling or that you're maybe you're cold or aloof, but I know that you are not. You feel just as deeply as anyone else. It's just that you don't let your emotions take over and take control, and that's different, right? And thank goodness for that because our researchers are the ones who can actually look at facts and know which facts are real and which facts are kind of made up. So those are researchers. We also have our explorers. Now, these are the people you know 
who may not be listening, quite frankly, to the show, unless they're listening while they climb a mountain or something, because our explorers are the people who are constantly testing the limits. These are souls that literally came into the body just to see what they could test, to see what they could do that would stretch the limits. You know what I mean? And maybe you have friends like this who are just constantly jumping on a plane to Nepal or, or bungee jumping off of a tall bridge or, you know, just, or getting involved in relationships that, you know, polyamory and relationships that stretch the limits of what we think is, you know, somehow proper or whatever. They're very evolutionary minds and they're here to test the limits of their bodies, of their relationships and of this world in general. So those are the explorer types, explorers. And then I mentioned briefly when at the beginning of this conversation, I mentioned the transmitters and the messengers. So I'm going to go into a little more depth now. Um, messengers, I'm a messenger and we love to talk. So messengers are natural um, teachers, speakers, and translators. And we really get off on words and books and how things are phrased. Um, we light up when people understand uh, whatever we're saying, when we can get the message across. We love to take complex wisdoms and boil them down and speak about them so that people can actually understand. Um, so these are some of the things about messengers. We're really here to translate wisdom uh, that is perhaps esoteric or complex, hard to understand, and make it understandable for people. That's what messengers really do. And transmitters, I'm circling back around to you, Claudia, because transmitters are some of my favorite people. And transmitters are the most misunderstood type. So transmitters are souls that came here simply to embody a certain evolutionary or healing energy. And everywhere a transmitter goes, they radiate their transmission to everyone around them. And it can be potent and powerful. It can be such that some of you transmitters, you know, if someone sits next to you on the subway, that person's going to receive a healing. And what's frustrating for transmitters is transmitters, you're always giving your gift all the time. No matter what you're physically doing, your transmission is emanating from you and other people are benefiting. But guess what? They're rarely paying for your gift. They're not usually paying for that. In fact, the person who sits next to you on the subway might <laughs> receive this big transmission but not, not really even know to thank you much less pay you, and sometimes they might get irritated because your transmission is not something they want. It may be healing and evolved, but they might not be ready for it, and so they might just find you almost like they might imagine that you're intrusive or irritating simply because your healing transmission is not something they're ready for, not something they want. So transmitters are very dear to my heart, very special type. <laughs> and and that yeah. is so true, you know. I I I just recently w was talking to a friend of mine, and we uh -huh. were mentioning the both of you about how how easy it is for people to get annoyed with 
us without us even knowing uh-huh. what what the heck we did. It's like, but yeah, I didn't say it. I didn't. I didn't say it like that. Or or right. I just passed by. What's the problem? Like like yeah, I right. totally relate with with what you just said. Isn't it funny? Yeah, and as transmitters, you know, you know you can kind of turn your transmission up and down, especially if you're doing, you know, light body practices, shamanic practices. Mm-hmm. You can turn the volume up and turn the volume down. Um, but it, it, one of the things that I love best is helping transmitters identify the perfect business they should be doing because, you have to be strategic as a transmitter. You have to give people the excuse to pay you money for giving your transmission. Otherwise, you just end up kind of draining yourself all the time, and nobody ever pays you or even thanks you for it. So this is a big <laughs> challenge in our world, you know, because the transmitters are all holding aspects of an, an energetic transmission and, and like a radiation of love and light this world needs so badly but you know i don't know too many transmitters who can afford to just you know walk around giving their love and light everybody's got to make a living and pay their bills and so i have even an online business school that's really designed for transmitters because our transmitters will also transmitters those of you who are transmitters you know who've already taken the quiz and found out that you're a transmitter are probably going oh yes I knew it, right? And some of you already have a business. Um, You might be a healer. You might be a yoga therapist. Um, Transmitters are often teachers, caretakers, because these are kind of some roles where at least you can put your emanation to work, and there's some space for that. But I work with a lot of transmitters who are freaking accountants or attorneys or um, world-class designers, artists, you know, and so in these cases, they really have to get the right words to position the uniqueness of their transmission inside of their inside of their profession. And so that's one of the main things that I do in my business. And I just I love it. It's like my my lawyer and my intuitive inside myself can play together and help help good people make change in the world. So that's part of what I love. Uh, Melissa, you mentioned at the beginning that uh, all of these types were channeled to you through your guides. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. That's so, correct. Can, can you give us like how how that happened? Well, you know, it's uh, uh, how do I say this? I had an accidental awakening. I know that many <laughs> people you know, are already very intuitive. And I was somewhat intuitive my whole life, for sure, for sure. But I was also very analytical. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, was, I was an A student in the valedictorian in my high school, and I went on to law school just like my dad who was a judge before me. And I practiced law. I was, you know, in the courtroom, and I was representing businesses and um, doing insurance defense work and all kinds of law for just about five years before I gave birth to my daughter. Um, And I'd already given birth to my son, and that was like a normal, natural, lovely, you know, natural birth of my son. But after I gave birth to my daughter, and that birth was super fast and super positive. Like it was just, it was actually no pain. I 
I didn't think that was possible either. But I just, you know, she came through so easily. And then after that, I was kind of blown open. And I looked around, you know, with my psychic eye suddenly, and I could see so much. I could see people's layers. I could see their traumas. I could see their history. I could see their future. And it was so much information that it was overwhelming, like it can be for many of us. And But I was a trained lawyer. So my mind said, okay, well, this is too much information. And so I suddenly, I kind of, I could see my guides. So I just started arranging them. I'm like, all right, you guys, apparently you work for me. And if, and I don't want to see all this information all the time. I only want to see all this information when I can help people. So here's the deal. I want you to, you know, shift my vision so that I can walk in this world as a real person. And then if someone needs me and they employ me for their help, I can see all this stuff, but otherwise it's way too overwhelming. And guess what? It worked, you know? And then I started organizing my spirit guides. I'm like, okay, you guys, I want you guys just working on helping my clients. And I want you guys over here just keeping my family safe. And I've got you guys over here to help me deal with the darker energies and to keep me just always walking in the highest good. And then, you know, and so I just started kind of putting them all to work. And all of that, the infusion of that level of organization into my spirit world, into my, you know, the world of my guides, um, started this great conversation with my spirit guides so that when I channel, when I, when I speak with my guides, when they speak through me for my clients, it comes through as really organized information. You know what I mean? That's usable in the real world. It's not just like, oh, blah, 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 Pleiades, you know, blah, 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 interdimensionals. Like, I love all that stuff too, but I'm such a pragmatic person that I just get really excited when all that cosmic information makes freaking sense to normal people. And so the soul gifts were kind of part of that endeavor where I was like, wow, I'm talking to people all over the world. At the time, I was doing primarily phone clearings and readings for people all over the world, and that was, you know, 20, uh, almost 20 years ago now. And, um, and I said, well, I don't want to waste time for these people. When they get on the phone with me, they shouldn't have to sit there while I go, oh, mm, uh, let me see, I'm reading you, blah, blah, blah. Like, I should just boom, have that information for them and and hit the ground running. And they should just, it should be like a fire hose of information about themselves coming at them for the, the whole hour that I'm talking to them. And so my guides were like, oh, okay, well, here's some systems, you know. So, so that's, that's when they brought me these five soul gift types. And they just, they just instantly made sense to me because I thought, yeah, it was clear to me that we as humans, you know, are spirits who are in these bodies for this period of time, and that as spirits and as souls, we are all each unique. We are unique emanations of the wholeness, but we're really unique. And I get it that when we die, our personality goes away, but there's also an aspect that doesn't go away, that carries with us from dimension to dimension or lifetime to lifetime or whatever we want to call that. Like there's and that I call the soul. And what I've noticed is the soul gift, 
appears to continue with you from lifetime to lifetime, dimension to dimension. So, so Claudia, that would indicate that, like, even in past lives, you were this magical being. You know, you've probably been priestess and priest and um, healer and oracle. and Like, you've probably played a lot of roles. And, and I'm saying past lives with kind of a wink-wink, nudge-nudge, because as we know from quantum physics, there is no time. And so mm-hmm. past is kind of not a thing. But it's the best way that we have to talk about these mysteries. <laughs> you know, at some level, even my most analytical, logical self is like, well, it works. So let's just use <laughs> what works. And if talking about past lives works, then let's do that. So in that regard, you know, we could say that, yeah, as, as a transmitter, your soul has always been a specialist in emanating a certain evolutionary energy while embodied in all kinds of different dimensions and ways you've you've always been that likewise creators you know when they do like a past life regression guess what their past lives tend to be like architects and systems leaders and um you know law law keepers and people who are who are holding um complex systems for the society that they're in so um yeah when my guides gave these to me i was like oh thank you like this this explains a lot to me especially it explains a lot about the transmitters and people who have a transmitter secondary gift so i keep saying secondary gift and here's what i mean you take this quiz, and, of course, it's a super cute, fun little quiz with photos, and, like, you know, it's really easy to take. It's like a two-minute quiz. And that gives you your primary soul gift. To determine your secondary soul gift, you might be able to guess from hearing about the um, soul gift. And I do have, like, a way longer, like a mini course you can take about the soul gift called the Genius Revealer, that if you take the soul gift and you opt in, then, you know, I'll send you information about that. But, but... You can also just kind of, as you're going through the quiz, imagine what your secondary would be. <laughs> because there's plenty of people who, while they might not be a transmitter first, they, they like me, I have a transmitter secondary. So I'm a messenger, yes. But I'm also a deep empath, a deep sensitive. Um, and that colors the way I bring the messenger part through. You know, so that even as I'm talking to you guys right now, you can feel me, right? Like, especially if you're an intuitive, if you're, you know, if you're an intuitive type of person, if you're a transmitter, especially, you can probably really feel me. You can feel like, wow, I know this person. Like, she's okay. She's telling the truth. I can feel that. And um, so people with a transmitter secondary also have that kind of sensitivity and also have special needs. <laughs> it sounds bad to say you're all special needs, but frankly, you are. Like the transmitters especially, you need uh, more self-care. You need more sleep. You need more massage. You need more energy clearing. You need more help to stay grounded and centered in your body, to keep your sensitive body healthy. Um, because as a transmitter, you're like a transmission tower, but you're not like a big, beefy, strong, you know, thick steel transmission tower. You're more like a refined, 
you're a, like a refined, sensitive transmission tower made out of thin copper filament, you know. You, and so if you're not aligned in your body, in your health, um, you get really wonky. You get really off. It can be really hard. And then, and then your transmission can get a little tweaked. And, and you just feel horrible, you know. So some people um, are judgmental towards transmitters and they say, oh, you know, you're too sensitive and why do you have to be so sensitive all the time? And, oh, you're going for another bodywork session? Why do you always have to go to yoga? Why do you always have to sleep so much, you know? And they really make the transmitters feel wrong. And I think that's tragic because in the old times, in the, in the times of the temples, in the times when more people were aware of, of energy, transmitters were identified early in life. You would have been identified, you know, by the time you turn three or four, people go, oh, oh, it's a transmitter. And, you know, they might not use that word, but they'd say this is a special emanation. This child has a special gift. And they would make sure that your family had everything it needed to raise you with as much special care as possible. Or you might have been taken into the temple to be raised so that you could be raised in a really protected, refined, and pure environment, given everything you need to come fully into your gift of transmission. Because those cultures understood the gift that you had. Those cultures understood that if they took good care of their transmitters, the transmitters would evolve the culture without doing or saying anything. The transmitters would simply emanate their light into that society and shift it for the better. And I just want to apologize to all of you transmitters out there who have not received that kind of respect and that kind of experience it you know it is your birthright but in this culture in this world right now um transmitters unfortunately are overlooked um undervalued and certainly underpaid certainly underpaid and so i get feisty about it you know because that's what so much of my work is about is about helping transmitters to strategize their best way of of bringing them their this beautiful gift that they are into the world in a way that makes money and makes sense Um, because I do believe that the more transmitters truly get activated and um, taken care of the more likely we are to turn this world around and and Melissa in terms of uh, this um, this thought just popped in my mind is uh, if there should be a different percentage of type people in the world. Like maybe this group is the one that has the biggest percentage or this one has, mm. or are they all the same? That's a great question. I would love to do a wider study about that. I know that, you know, as you can imagine, when it comes to my quiz, you know, uh, I don't know how many, thousands of people have taken my quiz now, definitely over 15,000, 20,000, I'm not sure. But in that sample size, of course there's more transmitters, there's more messengers than than there would be if we were to just pull, you know, the, the global populace. Because 
Because, you know, who's going to want to take a quiz called the soul gift quiz? It's probably a transmitter, right? Like, oh, that, <laughs> the word soul is there. Transmitters tend to remember that there are souls walking in a human body. Um, other types don't have time for that, you know, in some ways. Sometimes um, messengers maybe have more time for it. Creators are curious about it, but it, it has to be proven to them, you know. <laughs> um, researchers are interested if they have a transmitter secondary um, they're kind of like these fantastic wizards and mad scientists. So, so I guess what I'm saying is it would, it would be a super interesting study, but it's really hard to say because, you know, the people who associate with my work tend to be a much larger percentage of, of magical folk for obvious reasons. Yeah, I would agree with that. But have you ever asked your guides? Because I would think it's, it's the, it mm. has to be different percentage because in my thought process is if you have a transmitter that shines on its own without even knowing, well, it's doing mm-hmm. whatever it's doing. I probably would well, have a of. little bit yeah. more number of creators mm-hmm. or people that mm-hmm. are building or so in this world. Mm-hmm. Like, like okay, mm-hmm. so let's have one transmitter with 20 creators so they can mm-hmm. together do a sale and finish the building that we have been working on for 3,000 years. Right. I don't know. It just, just a... <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I don't know. I love the conversation, though. What a cool... What a cool conversation. I love that you as a designer sort of, you're like working it out in your head. Like, yeah, here's how I'd do it. Okay, God, here's how I'd do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. I agree that uh, at some point in my life, I also came to the realization that even though oneness exists, there's something different huh? in the soul level. And to me, I group them into families, like the sun family, the moon family, the blah, blah, blah. But I oh. haven't been able to have that uh, description, or maybe I haven't been uh-huh. interested in doing that. But it was like, oh, it makes sense. It makes sense that even wow. at the soul level, we are like uh-huh. families, and in that vibration, we tend to be together in that family group uh-huh. without one right. being better than the other one. It's just different type of vibration that you vibrate at certain point. And that certain Mm -hmm. point, uh, I was telling my sister one day, I know I came to this life and I brought you with me because I didn't want to Mm. leave you behind. I'm sorry. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) But it was like, I'm sorry. I just didn't want to leave you behind. And so she is in that world with me. And it's, her, not all of the rest of my family is her, but it's, it, it was funny. So in that way, I understand. Or yeah. Well, I love what you're pointing to because, yeah, these systems, they do have the potential of really creating more connection between us. And, and you know, there, it's not an attempt to separate us. It's actually an attempt to create that mutual respect, right? Because... Mm-hmm. Now that, you know, when I teach creators about transmitters, well, now they can go, oh, that's why they're doing that. Okay, so they're not just like lazy divas who need a lot of massage. Actually, they're these precious emanations. Likewise, I can tell 
you know, teach transmitters about creators and they can go, oh, okay, so they're not just these like arrogant know-it-alls. They actually hold the codes for a bunch of the systems on the planet. Yay. You know, and suddenly everybody can, <laughs> can celebrate each other. And it's funny because when, when my guides first brought these soul gift types to me, I was using them, like I said, in, in private sessions. And I found myself explaining to people each, you know, each time I was in a private session, I would say, oh, okay, well, my guides say that you're a researcher. Here's what that means. Blah, 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 blah. My guides say you're a transmitter. Here's what that means. Blah, 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 blah. And you guys who do private sessions, you know, it can get pretty old, like explaining the same thing over and over again. And so that's when one night I was like, I was up in the middle of the night and my mind was really active and I opened up my laptop and I thought, I know what I'll do. I'll just make a quiz. I thought I could make a quiz. Like I studied surveys when I was at Stanford and I thought, you know, I can do this. So I made the quiz that night kind of like in a frenzy, you know, like in this inspired frenzy into the middle of the night. And I, I built the quiz and I tested it. I'm like, there, now I don't have to, you know, explain to people over and over. It can be an empowering experience where they can figure it out. And then I went to bed and I kind of forgot all about it. And two weeks later, I, I had like posted it. I posted it just to friends on Facebook. And I'm like, hey, you guys, check out this cute little quiz I made. And two weeks later, I was like, I wonder what ever happened with that quiz. You know, I just had it on like a free quiz builder site or something. And over 2,000 people had taken my little quiz. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, how did that happen? So, and I was like, shoot, I don't even know who they are. Like, I didn't have an opt-in on it. I didn't have any way of getting in touch with those people. I thought, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. Like, this is, this is like a gold mine for my business, and this is such an incredible opportunity for me to, to meet people and to have this conversation with them across the world. I'm like, ah, so that's when I really developed the soul gift quiz. And now a big part of the business school that I teach is teaching other people how to build a quiz system. So Claudia, when you talk about your sun people and moon people, all I see in my mind's eye is Claudia gets a quiz. Like we should make you a quiz girlfriend. Like that's, wouldn't it be amazing to take a quiz that tells you which of the tribes you're in, you know, are you in the sun, yeah, the sun people tribe, really the moon awesome. people tribe. It opens the conversation, and you guys will notice too when you take my quiz. It's like it's not just it's not just a one hit wonder. Like, oh, this is my type. Oh, well, that was nice. Bye, Melissa. There's an <laughs> opportunity there. If you enter your email, then I keep sending you information. It's like, okay, well, here's your next lesson on what it is to be a transmitter, and here's your next piece of information on what it is to be a transmitter, and here's an opportunity to go deeper with me if you want to, and here's my free Facebook group, and. You know, here's free stuff and here's paid stuff. And it, it opens a conversation so people can really understand your kind of hard-to-understand stuff. Because when I was just trying to describe soul gifts to people all the time, it was hard to describe in one sitting, you know. But now I can just be like, well, go take a quiz, find out. And then, and then that starts this whole conversation that even though the conversation is automated, there's so much heart in it that people feel like, again, they feel empowered. They know themselves better. They understand my teachings without me having to repeat it one-to-one to everybody. And the people who are the perfect fit to work with me end up, it's easy to contact me and talk about working together. So, so that's something that I love doing, especially with transmitters, because the big 
challenge, again, with transmitters is that your gift, it's so spiritual, it's so esoteric, it's so special that it's hard to talk about. It's hard to make sense of. It's hard to, um, you know, it's hard to explain to people. And I loved it when I finally made my quiz. My dad, who's a judge, you know, who's a pretty analytical guy, who's also like a wise a wise old wizard, too, i got to tell you. My dad's amazing. But he never could understand the stuff I finally, that I recently got into. He was like, what the heck has happened to you? You know, you used to make sense. You were a lawyer. Like, and now you're doing this weird woo-woo stuff all over the world. Like, what the heck happened to you, you know? But I remember when I came up with the Soul Gift quiz, he was like, it was a way for even him and people who are as analytical as he was to go, Oh, this is brilliant. Okay, I see. Now I see. And so I'm just, oh, I get so excited about systems, uh, you know, helping spiritual people find systems that make sense. Because in this world, like, if we just keep trading sessions with one another and hanging out together in our cool little islands of spiritual awakeness, like, we're not changing anything. And I feel super passionate about helping the spiritual people who really want to make a change in this world, who want their work to reach more than just preaching to the choir, you know, who want to actually bridge the world and, and bridge their spiritual purpose into their business and make great money because, frankly, transmitters, like, you need so much self-care. You need vacations. You need massages. Like, you really do. Mm-hmm. It's not just you being a diva. You actually need that, and all of that costs money. So, I just, you know, that's why I do what I do. I just really enjoy bridging these worlds of spirituality and business. I think it's really important, especially in these times. Melissa, another question. I am thinking that uh, most probably we tend to have families where the other types of of, uh, soul kids tend to boring to us. Like, I would assume that if I'm a transmitter, just by looking without knowing because they haven't done their their uh, quiz or anything, I don't think that my husband or the, any of my three boys are like that. And right. Because I, I'm like the weird one in the family, but they just, right. they, they, right. know, yeah. they know they know who I am. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay, just, yeah. let's love mom. She's kind of weird, but she's our mom, so let's love her. But... Uh, yeah. So I think that probably without, well, if I, I'm going to say without knowing, but you know, we know, we just bring uh-huh. those elements into our own lives and probably even in, in our business and everywhere that we are, we tend mm-hmm. to attract other types of, of, of people into our world mm-hmm. so we can make that work, like, like that machine, yeah. all the pieces together so it's it's yeah. assembled in a way it's needed. So my question into that is how would that help families or um, members mm-hmm. of the same tribe to work with each mm-hmm. other? It's so great. What a great question. And you really hit on something that that I love to um, to talk about because, as you know, in the world there's so much division. And everyone expects everyone else to be just like them. And I've got a little story, you know, after I, after I made the soul gift quiz, 
Well, let me even go back. When when I first learned about the soul gifts, I imagined that my son was a messenger like me because he's such a great talker and and I imagined <laughs> that my daughter was probably a creator, you know. And that was just me imagining. I didn't know. And then finally I built the quiz and I had the kids take the quiz. My own kids. And, I, of course, I was, like, certain that Colin was going to be a messenger because I'd already figured that out. You know what? I'm so smart. Well, Colin <laughs> took the quiz, and he came back, and I said, you're a messenger, right? And he's like, Mom, I'm a researcher. <laughs> you know I'm a researcher, right? Like, dog. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> and I got that tingly awareness that went over the top of my head, like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did that to my boy. Like, I've been treating him like a messenger, but like he's just like me, but he's a researcher. Oh, my God, it makes so much sense. Like, that's why he, he you know, needs to escape into his video game sometimes because the video game provides him a world where everything abides by rules, and that's very calming for researchers, you know. That's why mm-hmm. he's so quiet, and he's just always watching all the time. He notices everything, of course, because he's a researcher. Like, And I felt, like, so embarrassed and also blessed that I'd created this tool because it instantly brought me closer with my son at a time when he was, like, you know, he was, like, I don't I don't remember. He was a young teenager at the time. And so, you know, that's a time when kids really need to be seen for who they really are and not just who you want them to be or assume they are. And it was so beautiful. I was like, I'm sorry, Colin. I can't believe I've been painting you as a messenger when you're a researcher. And he like lit up. He really felt seen and acknowledged and, um, yeah. And also just knowing, you know, different types for, it's helped me get along with my parents better. You know, it really helped me. My mom passed away, unfortunately, four years ago. And before that, she and I were able to get really close and we hadn't always had an easy time together. Um, but we really had an amazing time there in the last few years of her life, especially because I could really understand her better. Like I could understand her mix of of the creator that she is, you know, she was very logical and systems oriented. Um, And so these things like they make a big difference in relationships. So, you know, people usually after they've taken the soul gift quiz, they get everybody in their family to take it because because then they can understand, you know, and some people think, Oh, I don't really need to take the quiz because I heard the five types and I know what I am. But I get messages back from people all the time who are like, you know, I'd read about the five types and I was certain that I was this one and then I took the quiz and I'm actually this other one. And it's because we are trained all of our lives to be, unfortunately, usually something that we're not. And I think it's usually it's usually innocent, like me with my son. Like, I just assumed he's a messenger because I'm a messenger and I can see how he's like me. And so, you know, I'm encouraging him to do messenger things and encouraging him to study messenger things and encouraging him towards messenger-type careers. And the truth is he is a researcher. And so some (laughs) of us were encouraged to study and work in areas that were not according to our type. And so we've even convinced ourselves that we are that type. And it's not until you take the quiz, the quiz has some questions 
again, I think I mentioned I studied surveys at Stanford. I studied interpersonal sociology. So there's a way to ask questions that gets underneath into people's more subconscious and their deeper awareness, you know, without, without just being obvious. You know what I mean? And so the quiz is really good at nailing your soul gift type, even when you're not sure what your soul, when, you're, uh, when you think your soul gift is something else. So, um, yeah, it can be a big surprise for people. Yeah, you know, Melissa, when I was um, studying about essential oils and plants and flower essence uh-huh. and stuff like that, I was, I, I, one day I was telling somebody, I was like, well, it's like if you have a, a, yellow, a yellow flower, well, a yellow uh-huh. flower, all it knows to do is be a yellow flower. It's just right. who that flower is. It's just if. So if you want the vibration of a yellow flower, bring a yellow flower because that's exactly what the yellow flower will make mm. your own vibration. Remember, because that's all it huh. needs. It's all it's created for and all it knows yeah. to be at. Well, in that yeah. matter, if you're a transmitter or a messenger, your vibration, all that it knows is to be a transmitter. Yeah, regardless that like you have a secondary or third or whatever others, right. but you yeah. are that, and all you know is mm-hmm. to be that. So you yeah. understand the world through that vibration. And mm-hmm. it's very difficult to understand a different vibration because all you are is that vibration right. at that moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so I can see why I would have thought everybody's a transmitter. It's like you don't right. do that. Like, <laughs> right. like what's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah like you don't go <laughs> into a room and immediately you're felt. Or most of our transmitters, mm. or at least mm. I was. In our childhood, we were invisible, or sometimes we are still invisible. It's like mm-hmm. our energy is not seen. It's like, hey, I'm here. So, so it's funny yeah. because you are part of something, so of a group or something, but it's not like you are seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're so right. You're so right. And so we we project on each other and we judge each other. So. I mean, I've lived amongst many transmitters. I lived in a beautiful hot springs resort for some time after I awakened and um, Harbin Hot Springs, and it's full of transmitters, right? And mm-hmm. and it's easy as a transmitter, especially when you've been working on yourself a lot and giving yourself all the self-care and personal development work that transmitters need more than any other type. It's easy to look around in the world and just think, well, everybody else must just be asleep, <laughs> like everyone else is not enlightened everyone else should be doing more personal development but the truth is some of the types don't need it they're not exactly. here to be enlightened they're not here for that they're not here to understand the interdimensional rules of you know the universe and like that's not their path their path is to be here and to be fully inside of systems or their path is to be here and fully inside of words so yeah, what you're saying is so wise, you know, to be able to, to acknowledge and respect and, and collaborate with different people, knowing these gifts is really, really valuable so that we can work together and, and stop wasting our time judging each other, you know. Mm-hmm. As a lawyer, when I was my lawyer self, I really judged woo-woo people, you know. I mean, I was, I was a spirit-filled, I prayed to God, but 
but it was um, but if people talked about aliens or talked about astrology, I would be like, oh, geez, you know, I'd roll my eyes like, are you kidding me? What's that? Like, that's not real. And and then I had my awakening and I'm like, oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm one of those people. Oh, my gosh. You tell me this stuff is real. Oh, no. You know, and so sometimes that's what it takes is the is the deep understanding of another perspective to think, well, that's just a different perspective. It's not wrong. And there's no one right answer either, because honestly, if the if the world was just full of transmitters, we wouldn't get anything done. You know, That's just, right. Everyone would just emanate all the time. And so we need our builders. We need our strategists. We need our logicians. We need our um, uh, our explorers and our evolutionaries and our scientists and and we don't need to try and make a scientist into a wizard. We don't need to do that. Like scientists can be scientists and the wisest scientists will employ and utilize the gifts of all the other types, including transmitters, right? So that's what we're really going for. We're not going for one group over another. We're going for mutual respect and value and understanding so that everybody is valued, respected, and can participate in creating this new world. That's beautiful. So we have been talking about soul gift type, and some people might not know where they can do this, uh, the quiz, and after the quiz, how they can get in touch with you. Can you share that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's super simple. So just go to soulgiftquiz.com, S-O-U-L, gift, quiz, Com, and there you can take the quiz, and then at the end of the quiz, you'll be giving the, you'll be given the option to um, give me your email. And if you give me your email, then we'll be in conversation. And if you want to reply to any of the emails I send you, feel free. I will see them, um, and and we can take it from there. But really, I mean, that will connect you with my website. That will connect you with my work. That will connect you to some of my funny blog posts and videos. Um, It'll connect you to my free Facebook group. So that's like your one-stop shop for connecting with your soul gift and with Melissa is to go to soulgiftquiz.com. And you mentioned that you have a kind of a school uh, for the, can you share the information mm-hmm. about that? And do sure. you have any special packages that people should take advantage? Sure. Actually, um, you guys, that are listening right now in um, in August 2019, I'm just about to open enrollment again towards the end of this month for my Channel Your Genius Academy. And in the Channel Your Genius Academy, it is for um, people who are channeling their genius, in other words, intuitive, creative people, who want to make their work come from their gift. And so in that academy, there's classes including Channel Your Business. We're about to start a whole quarter talking about Channel Your People, which is how to do marketing for your existing business in a really great way that includes a fun quiz like mine and a conversation with people that draws in the perfect clients to your business. So it's ideal for people who are who are working in the doing transformative services with people. So if you're a healer, a practitioner, a coach, a guide, 
Um, and it's especially suited for people who have a transmitter, primary gift or secondary. In other words, they're empaths, they're sensitive, they're energy aware. Um, I created this business school, Channel Your Genius Academy, as a one-year experience uh, with me. But there's different, um, a bunch of different courses in there, so you get to pick and choose which course. And what's really cool about it is I teach live every week. So I know a lot of these courses, you just get, you know, a bunch of files or whatever. That's not how I like to do it. I teach live on video, live transmission video um, every week. And our classes are funny and fun. And we've got amazing channels of genius in there from all over the world. People just like you who are intuitive and gifted and deeply devoted to bringing their gifts into the world in a way that makes money and makes sense and has big impact. So so, yeah, and if you take the Soul Gift quiz, you know, and give me your email, then you'll get more information about that. And I open enrollment just a couple times a year, and we just happen to be right now in um, August 2019. If you're listening, then we're about to open enrollment again. But even if you're listening later, there's other times when you can get involved. So check it out. Thank you. Hey, well, yeah, we are you. reaching the end of today's episode, and I, mm-hmm. Melissa, I want to um, invite you, whenever you want to come back, just mm-hmm. shoot me a, a private message, an email, or a text, and we will make it happen. Thanks, Claudia. That's so sweet. It's been great to be here, and I'm wishing you all so much love, and please, here's to your gifts. Here's to your genius. Thank you for bringing them to the world. Thank you for sharing that information with our, our, our listeners. And again, go to melissasime.com, double L, double S, and find out more about our guest today and let us know that you want to hear from her again, and we'll make it happen. And again, everybody, thank you for being here. And do you have anything that you want to say before we say goodbye? I just want to thank everybody for being here and for taking the soul gift quiz and for participating in the beautiful energy. Thank you, Claudia, for creating such a beautiful space for all of us. Thank you as well for being here. Goodbye. Bye.